What is up on brand and off topic listeners? I, th- I think that's our, our show name. Anyways, Jimmy, can you confirm? I don't, I'm, I'm not aware. I usually don't listen to this part. So yeah, it's the name escapes me. It's weird. Uh, if, if there's one thing Aaron does really well around here, it's uh, start the show when you and I still aren't paying attention to anything. So it's really, really it's- difficult to operate without her here. Uh, she is, uh, I think she's starting a new pandemic of her own. Um, sounds pretty serious. So yeah. we, she wanted to be on tonight. Uh, we said, absolutely not. Whatever it is she has, we don't want to catch it yeah. virtually. Um, that's actually a lie. She is most likely playing hooky for the second week in a row. Uh, just doesn't really want to be here anymore is is kind of what I'm getting from her. Truthfully, I think it honestly might be a new pandemic, like you said. I think we're all going to be shutting down soon. People are going to lose jobs, and it's all Aaron's fault. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm fine putting that on her. Um, yeah, well, we have no choice. It is her fault. It's just science. Yeah, that's that's yeah, you're right. Uh anyways, as you've already figured out, I'm Todd. I got Jimmy with me tonight. No Aaron, as uh hopefully she'll be back next week, maybe if she can uh get away from whatever it is that uh has been keeping her down for a couple of weeks. So yeah. shout out to that illness. Uh absolutely rocking it. <laughs> Doing really well. Let's jump in here, Jimmy. Where do we start? We've got some NFL news uh, this week that you just enlightened me to. Well, it happened when you were in Vegas being drug guy, and uh, yeah. I wasn't and still missed it. I, I honestly might have made it up. I could I could have just been high and been like, <laughs> you know what would be a really good trade? This Eagles and Saints one. I'm really going to start telling people it happened. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to check it out real quick just to make sure. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, it's, it's valid. It's a thing that happened. Yeah. I, so looking at the trade, the saints get the 16th pick this year, the 19th and the 194th. And then they gave up to the Eagles uh, this year's 18th pick hundred first 237. And then next year's first and second. I I don't know. Still, like gut reaction when I first saw this is I just thought the Eagles completely won that trade, um, just because they get next year's second as well. Like I think if they didn't add in that second, I think it would be a pretty fair trade. But adding next year's second for a team like the Saints that could either be middle of the road as like their ceiling and top eight pick is their floor, like I it just seems like they're really risking it on that. Jameis Winston or Andy Dalton being a good quarterback this year. You there? Yeah, I'm here. Don't worry about it. Just, just dealing with some awesome internet stuff. Uh, <laughs> There's such an awkward pause. I was like, he's not on the screen. I had to go no, back well, real quick. You do a really good job at uh, filling in when you realize someone's having technical difficulties and just talking over it and waiting for him to come back. So uh, you're very skilled at that. Well, I, I wasn't um, looking at the screen. I was looking, looking at this. Something tells me the way that. The... Oh, oh, so you weren't fucking being here doing this. Got it. Uh, I was no, I was looking at, I had a different tab. Open, looking at this trade. I'm, I'm done. I'm done with you. I'm done with you. I'm talking about this trade. Let's talk about the trade. 
it's you're clear lady. that you're not good at what you're supposed to be doing. You're not paying attention. How am uh, I not paying attention? I'm talking. You literally just said you weren't looking at the screen. Yeah, like this screen because I was on our notes page reading off the trade. And it's impossible to look at more than one tab at a time. Incredible stuff. I can't read a tab. And Anyways, what did I say? I've said it three times now. I'm done. I'm done talking about you being that awful. Was your, that was your second and third time. I'm trying to talk about this trade. The way that the Saints have been functioning lately. So they've got 16 and 19 now this year. The Eagles have number 18. Why do I feel like the Saints are going to try and trade into that 18 spot uh, just to move up one pick to do something? like? And if I were the Eagles, I would absolutely call the Saints and be like, hey, just a heads up. I'm getting calls about this 18. Maybe you guys uh, need to move up and get your guy. Because why not? <laughs> and it would be hilarious. Somehow they do a trade just to move up that one spot. Just to get that, that 18th pick back. Yeah. Be like, hey, we'll give you 19 and 194 back. We really <laughs> want that 18th pick. This is incredible stuff. Do you think this Saints okay? Do you think the Saints are gonna do 16 and 19? Or do you think they've got those two first round picks to package and move up even further into the draft? Like top 10 area. Fuck, if you're doing 16 and 19, you're probably top seven, I'd say. I mean, if you're for what they have, like they've got needs, they have legitimate needs. They don't have money to go out and get guys to fill spots. They need impact players. Uh, who knows what they're going to get out of Michael Thomas. Yeah. Uh, legitimately their offense right now is Elvin Kamara and whether, Hill at tight end. and whether or not uh, Jameis Winston can get a bunch of other receivers that um, a handful of people can name the ball consistently. So they need playmakers. They need guys. I, I think they're going to, if they don't, I don't see them moving up with those picks. If anything, I see them trying to, to capitalize trade down a little bit and get extra picks to try and round out their roster a little bit. Yeah. Um, Cause like you said before this, they have a lot of holes and they don't have a lot of money. So like the yeah. best way to fill that is rookie class. So yeah, wasn't that can. what they said about you in college? You had a lot of holes, but didn't have a lot of money. Hey, but zing. I got a lot of got rookies him. to fill them. <laughs> uh, moving on in NFL news. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why are we going to go from that statement to now this news? I feel like we should. Okay, there's not. How do you, how do you transition to this? I feel like there's a better way than filling my holes. Like there had to be <laughs> a better option. There might there. I'm sure there were, but there's not a good one out there. Uh, unfortunately, tragedy struck the NFL. Uh, Dwayne Haskins passed yeah. away this weekend. Uh, sounded like a pretty weird situation, maybe. Um, but jogging across the highway or something like that. Yeah. Uh, Got fucking hit by a dump truck too. Yeah, that's tough. It's tough. Uh, so we'll we'll touch on that a little bit more uh later in the show. But mm -hmm. uh, thoughts out to to Dwayne Haskins, his family, friends, teammates, everybody. Yeah. Uh, in the NFL world. It's fucking crazy. Only 24. Right? Oh, that's weird. It's, I don't know. Yeah. 
it's it's sad whenever anyone dies especially unexpectedly it's sad but now todd you've been there for a while but i'm getting to that age where when people in their early 20s die i'm like holy shit you never fucking know yeah i had to insult uh, you still no it's fine uh it's anybody especially when it's unexpected is tough so like i said thoughts go out to to him and his his people that's not ideal um and somehow people still find a way to just not be able to break news on that um which like our our transit you and i's handling of this bit uh much better than a lot of of major networks out there so uh shout out to us for that let's jump into mlb news uh before we uh do any worse here uh (laughs) (laughs) baseball's back it's happening there's real games it's going on uh you text me the other day and asked when can you tell if a team is actually good yeah june june 1st i don't pay attention to the standings until after memorial day i mean there's some teams that you can usually tell are like really good or really bad uh early in the season it's hard to tell at this point you've got some guys that are slow starters. You've got guys, some, some teams just aren't fully together. You know, you've, you've still got some guys that are, uh, on, on the injured list. Um, so it, it's tough to say at this point, but the brewers do not look good. Uh, struggling to score runs shut out today for the second time in their first four games by the Orioles, by the Orioles. Who they, when, I, when I say that there's teams that like you can tell if they're like some teams you can really tell if they're going to be good or something you can tell if they're going to be bad. The Orioles are going to be bad. They're oh, a gosh. bad team. Uh, so to get shut out by them, not not an impressive start there for the Brewers. But Shit. it's early. There's a lot of games left to play. It'll be fine. How's that guy Curtis Bourne's doing? Uh, he got the start on opening day. They did not win. Eh. Maybe next time he'll Maybe pitch better time. later. I'll Hopefully. wear his jersey next time he plays. That's I'll what it is. Home. Yeah, yeah. You gotta you gotta start rocking that jersey more. I wore it uh, last week Friday. Did they play? The the day after he pitched. Good job. Uh-huh. See, that's that's what the problem was right there. Yep. Um. So, question about baseball. Yeah. So, like, for the NBA and NFL, when you get new players on the team, they always mention that like chemistry period of it Mm -hmm. is that a thing with baseball too or since like each position i feel like is so individual especially batting obviously it's just but like is there still like a chemistry period where people have to get used to each other playing out there especially on the defensive side yeah it's a little bit different for for baseball it's one of the sports where i think it's the chemistry is more in the in the clubhouse than any other sport um whether Mm -hmm. you're like there's a few guys on defense that you need to feel the chemistry pitchers and catchers for one. Um, they've got to kind of feel each other out and, and find the groove for each other middle infielders. Uh, you want to know kind of how they're, they play together. Other than that, a lot of the guys, you can just kind of go out there and, and plug and play guys know their responsibilities and you know, who's supposed to be where. So for the most part, you're fine there, but it really comes in, especially for so many games, uh, over the course of the season is where the clubhouse chemistry really comes into play. 
And the Brewers are a team that you could absolutely see it last year. They got off to a really slow start and they just didn't have that, that clubhouse fire that they had had in seasons past. Uh, and then they traded for Willie Adamas who came in and was just like an immediate spark plug, not only on the field with his production, but around the guys in the clubhouse and, and in the dugout, just like constantly had energy was, was bringing it to the, to the ballpark with him every day. And you could see the guys kind of rally around that energy and feed off of it. And they turn their season around at that point. So you can see that a lot with, with baseball, or you'll have guys that get traded and come in and just like, absolutely. You're just bums and can tear a clubhouse apart. So would you say like the whole, locker cancer thing is like especially evident in baseball more than any other sport. Yeah. 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 If you've got a guy that's not a good clubhouse guy, it can, it can tear it apart because while, while baseball is a very individual game, it's so mental. Yeah. Like I think that's the beauty of the other, of like basketball and, and football and hockey is everything's moving so fast there's no time to think like in football, mm. you take the snap, you run your route, you do what you got to do. You get rid of the ball, you block your guy. Basketball, kind of the same thing. You run up and down the court. You don't have time. You get the ball in your hand. You don't have time to think about the slump that you're in. You just yeah. shoot the ball, right? You just let it go. Um, baseball, it's different because you've got time in between every single pitch to think about what the next pitch is going to be. You've got time mm-hmm. when you're out on the, out in the field, you've got time to think about your last mistake over and over. And you've got time to sit there and think about how the guy that's on the mound is an asshole and you don't like playing <laughs> defense behind him or, you know, whatever it may be. Um, and it, it, when your brain starts doing that, like I've always told myself, if I'm, if I'm in the batter's box and I'm thinking I'm doing something wrong, call timeout, step out, take a breath, get back in there and stop thinking. Yeah. And, and that's the problem is when there's too much going on, uh, especially if it's negative, you'll just fall apart. Who's a guy in the, in the MLB right now that has like the most swagger in there. I know you mentioned the guy that the Brewers traded for homeboy or signed. I don't know. Homeboy that had the, uh, would button his yeah. shirt down, had that chain. Uh, there's a few. I mean, you've got, uh, the two guys in in Atlanta, Ozzy Albies and Ronald Acuna Jr. Uh, two Great guys. Things. Acuna's hurt right now, but uh, they're two guys that just swag on a million all the time. Uh, Francisco Lindor, another guy that's just, I believe the kids call it drip. Oh, yeah, Lingo. He's, he's got that one. Um, God, there's. I, I really like Juan Soto. He's a young kid in Washington. Uh, and just, he's he's quiet for the most part. He's not a guy that's like constantly grabbing headlines or anything. But just watching him play, he broke into the majors at like 19 years old and was just fantastic right off the bat. And Shit. you can just see, like to watch somebody that young that the game comes to that easily. And you're just like, his confidence never, never falters. You're just like, dude, what the hell? Like, <laughs> it's got that strong mantles. Something, yeah. So, yeah, he's he's definitely a guy that's that's on that list. 
What about who's the dude that wore that hat that said make baseball fun again? Is that Mike Trout? No, I don't remember who that was. I remember it was one of the, I thought he was on the Nationals, maybe. That's a team. They are. I just literally just talked about him. Um, is it Bryce Harper? Yeah. 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 He, he's kind of worn himself out. Oh, really? Not as good as he used to be? No. No. Nah. All right. It was Those hard. I mean, he was a guy that he came in that had like incredibly high. Uh, expectations from the baseball world when he came into the nationals and just, he played great for, for a while. Uh, I mean, he's still a good ball player, but. So he is on he, the nationals. No, oh, he's in Philly now. Um, he was never going to reach the expectations that had been set for him. So I gotcha. Tough, tough spot for the kid. That was a lot of baseball talk. That was. I was. I was engaged, though. I gave you, you questions. Were. Yep, you were ready you know? for that segment. I'm learning. Baseball. All right, you ready now for uh, your other favorite league? Yeah, let's do some NBA stuff. NBA time. This is, but Todd, this is the best time of the year because it's actually playoff time. And no, no. After the first round. At, the first actually, round the, I don't think I, so. Now I might. I might say. The play-in? How do they yep. do the play-ins? Is it just a one-game play-in? I think so. Uh, if that's the case, then that's phenomenal. But then it sucks again until the second round. Yes, I would agree. Because the first round, like, I'm not going to, I don't count the play-in games. Same thing with the with the tournament, NCAA tournament. Like, the, they've got the first few play-in games. That's not a round. That's just your play-in games. Then you've got the first round. The NBA first round is garbage all the time. Yep. I agree with that. Maybe Except- make a good series yeah. every year. And that's about it. Um, so I remember the Grizzlies when they were the, the grind team, when they had like uh, Zach Randolph, Marcus all and uh, Rudy Gay in them, they were, they were fun because they would be like the seventh or eighth, eighth seed, but they'd still advance. So those are like the fun ones. We'd get the upset, but I would agree. I think this playing game has been really good. I know last year was great to see. Um, this year they have some good ones. I think the best one looking at the Eastern Conference, the Brooklyn Nets somehow are in the playing game against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, winner of that automatically goes to uh, the seventh seed to face the Celtics. Uh, then you have the Hawks and Charlotte. Winner of that has to play the loser of the Nets and Cavaliers to get the eighth seed. Uh, that's like the best game because it's either you win or you're out. The Nets What's and Cavs, the, even if who's you, the kid that plays for the Hawks, Trey Young. Yeah, how many? Like he just he's not going to give up the ball that whole game. He's just going to no. like the Hornets know they don't stand a chance, right? I don't know. They they're very similar. Hornets really rely on Lamelo Ball. Hawks really rely on Trey Young. The biggest difference is the Hawks have the experience from last year making it all the way to the uh, Eastern Conference Finals. So, like, that's their I'm one thing. I'm putting everything on Trey Young. Just, like, Trey Young got them that far last year. Yeah. Trey Young and then a smidge of John Collins. It's not – he's not a real player. That's fake. You made that up. <laughs> then you go over to the <clears throat> Western Conference. You have 
uh pelicans somehow <laughs> fucking pelicans and the spurs uh are the ninth and tenth seed who there. plays for the pelicans these days not zion williamson i yeah i'm aware of that they have um fuck i don't even know i know they had eric bledsoe they traded him I, I if I could not tell you one player on that team right now. Are one of the balls there? No. He used Who, to be, but now he's signed with the Bulls. Is anybody that got traded for Anthony Davis still Brandon, there? Brandon Ingram still there. Okay. Uh I think that's it. That's I know impressive. they traded away Josh Hart. Uh they traded away or Lonzo signed somewhere else. Yeah, it's just Ingram, I think. But yeah, they play the Spurs, the Timberwolves play the Clippers, uh, and then I feel like the West, I don't know, they have some good ones. Dallas plays Utah in the first round. I thought the Clippers were supposed to be, weren't they, haven't they been doing stuff? Didn't they sign some guys? Yeah, Kawhi's been, Kawhi Leonard's been hurt all year. Uh, he had ACL surgery at the end of last season. Paul George has missed a lot of time. He's just coming back. Um, so they could make a bit of a splash, but they have to play um, either the Grizzlies with John Morant, who's a monster, or the Phoenix Suns, who have the best record in the NBA. So whichever team makes it there is kind of fucked. Yeah. Uh, then you have the Mavs versus the Jazz. The Jazz always choke in the playoffs, so I think that's uh, – but I saw Luka got hurt, so it all depends on his health. This one on the, in the Western Conference is going to be probably the best matchup. The Warriors play the Nuggets. Um, the Nuggets might get back Jamal Murray. He, he got – he tore his ACL last playoffs, but that's a big question mark. But still, they have the Joker. But the Warriors, if Steph Curry is getting healthy, they have Klay Thompson back, Draymond Green, uh, Jordan Poole from Milwaukee. Shout out. Um, is Draymond still a bitch? Oh, always. Forever and always. Um, then you have the 76ers versus Toronto. That should be the – if the 76ers lose, that will be a pretty big upset. And then the Bucks versus the Bulls. The Bull or the Bucks have, I think, swept them all year. Um, no, I think they maybe lost once, but that's when Giannis didn't play. I think they're like six. They haven't lost to them when Giannis played since like 2017. So it's been about five years. So it should be it should be a sweep. Um, the the Bucks though are getting a lot of shit because the last game, if they would have won, they would have been in the same. They would have had to play the Brooklyn Nets. And they rested their top eight players and they only did like a six man rotation. Um, and they ended up losing, which gets them away from the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, so people are saying they kind of bitched out by trying to avoid them. But fuck, if you can avoid the Brooklyn Nets, <laughs> you said, but fuck, fuck. <laughs> you got to do it. Um, I don't know. Besides that, another cool thing the Bucks did is they played, uh, they played Drew Holiday for eight seconds in the Saw last that. game. Yeah. House. So you could get his $300,000 bonus, uh, which is cool because it had no other thing other than costing the owners $326,000. So it's cool to see them looking out for their players. But besides that, man, this is the most exciting time. Playing games, then you could take a nap for like two weeks and then come back in for round two. Yeah, and we're only like six months away from the finals. So (laughs) we're, we're getting there. I'll drive up from Georgia so we can go to the Deer District again. No, I'm not. No, it took way too fucking long to get out of there last year. But then we can have another Taco Bell moment when these motherfuckers <laughs> ain't got no meat. <laughs> that was awful. That was 
we aside, stopped at like, like four fast food places to try to get stuff. It wasn't even that. It was from the start of the game when I stood in line for two hours before the game even started <laughs> just to get something to drink. And all I could get, by the, all they had left by the time I got up there was warm cans of Bloody Mary. And as somebody who doesn't drink, that wasn't ideal. <laughs> so then as we went who like. does drink, it was also not ideal. <laughs> yeah, right? We went like six hours without having any fluids. Yeah. Uh, and then it took an hour and a half to get out of the parking garage two hours after the game. Yeah. But the positive. And then everywhere we went was closed. I know, man. (laughs) But but the craziest part is when we left water street, we were literally water street in Juneau. We left. And then 10 minutes later, we hear there's a shooting on corner of water street in Juneau. We're like, Oh dear God. Yeah. Right where we were standing. That was sweet. That was good timing. We should have stayed. I would have saved your life. No, actually, you would have you would have just stood up and said, "Hey, stand behind me, human shield." <laughs> yeah, it's you know we've all got a calling, and <laughs> mine's being a human shield. Uh, cool. So that was that was just catching people up. Yeah. On, on what what's happened in the last week? Uh, we don't have Aaron, obviously. So, uh, no history lesson this week. Oh, thank God! Right. My brain's not like still we, not recovering. Not like we were gonna pay attention to whatever the fuck she talked about, anyways. <laughs> That's when our our known phone no phone rules broken. <laughs> it doesn't. No phone rule does not count. Uh, when Aaron is doing her segment. Uh, let's jump in to good news, bad news. You've got good news. Yeah, go for it. All right. So I was reading this story is actually pretty cool. Uh, world renowned chef Gordon Ramsay. Uh, came to the rescue for an Edward Peak Middle School in the UK. Uh, he was on the radio doing an interview, and someone from a middle school called and said, "Hey, I'm by myself cooking. Two of my two of our chefs called in sick. Um, one called in sick. One was off because of COVID, and she was goofing around and said, "Would you be able to help me help and uh, give a hand today after the interview?" And he's <laughs> He was super cool about it. He was like, hey, I'm not available, but I'm going to send one of my chefs there. And so Gordon Ramsay sent one of the chefs that worked for him to the middle school uh, to cook up food for those kids that day, which is good news because they got they got fed. But the bad news is, is you know, every lunch after that's going to taste like shit compared to the meal that they just had. So every time they eat, I'm like, fuck Deborah. This wasn't as good when that guy was here. Well, imagine like the school getting the bill for groceries that day. Cause you know, homeboy was like, I can't cook with this shit quick. Let me get run to the store. <laughs> get me this stuff. Just put it on the school credit card. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, I want to, I want to be duck. so successful that somebody can call me and ask me for a favor and I can go, you know what? I'd love to help out, but honestly, no, I wouldn't. And I'm not gonna, <laughs> but I got a guy. Let me call him. He has to do everything I tell him to. He's on his yeah. way. Yeah, like he doesn't want to help out either, but he doesn't have a choice. Yeah, yeah, not a chance in hell he wants to come and cook 400 dinners for a bunch of middle schoolers. Uh, but he's gonna because I'm gonna tell him to. He's getting ready to go to a five star restaurant. He's Gordon's like, Hey, I know you really want to cook for the most famous people here, but I need you to go to this middle school and cook it for some assholes picking their nose. <laughs> Just a heads up no matter how good it is, half of them are gonna bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wish one of those kids brought it back. I was just like, hey, do you have anything else? This yeah. tastes like what the shit. Fuck is this? 
<laughs> you put cilantro in this? Awful. <laughs> the fuck out. <laughs> I wish the first kid just spit it out. Like, fuck, man. <laughs> and that is why I stand firmly with the phrase, fuck them kids. Fuck them kids. <laughs> All situations, it's it's applicable. Uh, Next time Jez talks to me about like, hey, what should we do about Hadley? She's being really sassy. Be like, hey, that's said <laughs> fuck them kids. Fuck them kids. <laughs> Parenting 101. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it works. Uh, <laughs> What's the bad news, Todd? I don't know if it's bad. It's, it's news. All right. And I can't decide if it's good or usually we can spin things either way. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know that this can be spun uh, because it's fantastic, but also terrifying. Uh, a blind driver broke the speed <laughs> record in New Mexico. <laughs> uh, a race car driver who was blinded in an accident 10 years ago to the day broke a Guinness Book of World Records by driving a customized car at 211.043 miles per hour. Did he now, have a guide dog with him? No, they were using, it's got like audio sensors that tell you apparently how to drive that fast and not crash into shit. Um, but I, I just, if you got blinded in a car wreck 10 years later, to the day, would you get in a car and be like, hey, guys, I'm going to set a record today of going super fast. Um, it wouldn't have been and, funny, but 10 years to the day, it's like, oh, I lost yeah. my eyes 10 years ago. Now lost my legs. <laughs> it's something. Um, so and it's actually it's so it's not the record wasn't for blind driver. It was for blindfolded drivers, which is where I think uh we might need to take a look at this because he's Who's got an advantage. He's got an advantage over a guy that has his vision, but is blindfolded. This guy has senses. learned. He's learned how to do it, how to live his life without eyesight. So he just gets in, can't see. They put a blindfold over eyes that don't work anyways. And he's like, you, I, I don't know what you just put on my face. I can't tell. <laughs> Let's just go fast. It's just uh, a sock. So, yeah, or just cellophane. He can still see. It's just everything's red. Like, I don't. I don't know. Based off that argument, you're definitely the guy that's when there's a person running in a race with like robot legs. You're like, hey, that's not fair. You know, <laughs> those legs aren't real. They don't get tired. When they've got extra spring to them, it's just it, you can stride <laughs> out longer. They got a little bounce. Yeah. You're part robot. You can't compete with that. <laughs> I, I feel like this is where Aaron would be like, all right, guys, that's enough. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, good good for them. I'm glad you're out doing stuff. It's an advantage. Uh, I wish the record was really like fastest a blind person drove and he could have drove like 10 miles an hour. <laughs> He's like, hey, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going 200 miles an hour. I'm beating, I'm beating this path. Just absolutely. And everybody around thinks he's going to jump in and go like 15 miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dan. Remember we talked about 
just little gas. We got a guy standing down there. Just keep yelling. He's going to keep yelling. You just drive towards his voice. When you get past him, you stop. Okay. Not too much gas. And he's like, yeah, I've got it. Just guns it. <laughs> got racing slicks on this thing. What are we doing? Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's... I don't know if that is good or bad. <laughs> it definitely could have right. turned bad real fucking quick. Yeah. Right. I just, the, the, I don't know. It's a lot. There's a lot happening. I can't tell if it's good or bad news. I think it's good news. Shout out to Dan Parker. Uh, for breaking the record. Glad he's not letting his eyesight uh, being lost stop him from chasing his dreams of going fast. So, Good for him. The previous record was 200 miles an hour. So he did. I mean, he beat it pretty easily. Yeah. Uh, good for him. I don't even like driving like 80 miles an hour. And I can fucking see. Oh, you should turn the headlights off then. Yeah, then all suddenly I'm super comfortable. Yeah, I can hit 200. That's what makes it fun. (laughs) All right, moving on to offensive and defensive players. Then, yeah, I think that's what's next on the sheet. You want to go first? I'm I'm really excited for your take on this one. Uh, yeah, I'm going with offensive with uh, Adam Schefterd. I did you hear what I did? I don't know. Turd uh, at the end of his name there. Yeah, absolutely. Of course, I uh, lost a tweet. Here we go. The guy, absolutely, when when we mentioned earlier in the show about people, um, you know, not being able to properly break news of a tragedy like Dwayne Haskins passing away, uh, Adam Schefter tweeted out and made sure to mention that he was struggling to catch on with the team in the NFL. As if that was something that was important uh, to who he was as a person at this point in his life that needed to be mentioned in the same tweet that he passed away in. Um, Which, if you go back uh, a year at this point for Adam Schefter, he's got misrepresenting Delvin Cook uh, in his domestic violence situation everything that happened with Aaron Rodgers and the Packers on draft day last year, jumping the gun on Tom Brady's retirement and then coming out and saying Deshaun Watson was innocent uh, and being incredibly insensitive to sexual harassment victims. And now Dwayne Haskins, like at some point, dude, just shut the fucking shut up. Like read the room for two minutes. Just stop and go, hold on. Wait a second. And I think this all like it started. I think Schefter's first like really bad time or like moment of not reading the room was the Andrew Luck retirement when he like just decided I'm going to announce this right now in the middle of a game in Indy in which Andrew Luck's not playing like at that point he should have sat down and went, okay, what's more important? realizing that these guys are human or being first. Yeah. It's fucking shysty, dude. That's the same thing. Like in this situation, he should have just shut the fuck up. Let the Steelers put out their like coach Tomlin's statement, like have him be the one to put it out there for everyone or fucking Dwayne Haskins family. Like 
that's not something that you need to be first on. A kid well, just lost his life and you're like needing to scoop it. And then not only that, you're being fucking insensitive as shit mentioning he's having trouble catching on on teams. Like, well, and that's it. I don't have a problem with him breaking the news like that. Yeah. If that's if that's your thing, that's your thing. But to mention that he was struggling to catch on in the NFL, like. I, he was in a situation in Washington that clearly wasn't good for him, wasn't working out. And he's yep. trying something else. He had a legitimate shot at being a starter in Pittsburgh this year. Yeah. I I don't know that that's him struggling to catch on in the NFL. Like, And teammates never had a bad thing to say about him. No. Like, I don't know. It's just not surprised Schefter did this, but Jesus, he hit an all-time low. Still not as bad as, who was that, Gil Brandt or whatever? Oh, yeah. That was, Aaron sent that to us, didn't she? Yeah, that was like, oh, it's always something with Dwayne Askins. He was living to die. If yeah. only, if only he stayed in college a year longer, he wouldn't be jogging on the highway. Like, holy yeah, maybe fuck, if he dude. if he stayed in school a year, he wouldn't do silly things like jogging on a highway. He was living to be dead. It was always something with him. Jesus like, Christ. I, I don't know. I, these people are fucking wild. <laughs> yeah. There's really nothing. You can't really say much about it. It's just insane. The shit people think and say. Whatever. They should really get that. Uh, the internet. Nothing's deleted off the internet. So maybe just shut the fuck up for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, well, to move on from that one. Mine, I'm my offensive player. I haven't watched WrestleMania in years. But I turned it on for the Pat McAfee uh, match. And holy fuck, it was amazing. McAfee did incredible. He ended up getting the win in WrestleMania. And then not only that, he ended up fucking wrestling Vince McMahon, 70-year-old self. And then uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin came out, stunned Vince McMahon. He got to chug beers. With, uh, McAfee got to chug beers with Stone Cold. And then at the end he got to have a stone cold stunner himself and he, he sold it really well. He had the beer in his mouth, stone cold stunnered him. He spit it out everywhere. It was a great sell. Uh, for someone who haven't, hasn't watched wrestling in years, I was entertained the whole time. McAfee's absolutely killing it. Everything he does as a, an NFL punter who apparently, as people said, retired too early and made the biggest mistake has turned his life into some, something of a fucking dream for everybody. So, uh, McAfee's always killing it. And I obviously, from the way I'm talking about him, it's evident I have a, a big man crush on him. Yeah. You have for quite a while too. So you're you're a day one down bad. Day uh, one down bad. I, WrestleMania will always hold a special place in my heart simply for the fact that that used to be one of my initial go-to Tinder conversation starters. What was your favorite part of WrestleMania this year? Uh, you can really tell a lot about a girl by how she answers that. Yeah. Um, what answer were you looking for? Like, what would an answer be where you're like, "Oh, this this one's a keeper." Honestly, just have fun with it. Like, even if you didn't watch it, just if you can bullshit and make something up, or just like the ones that weren't good were like, well, "I can't say I didn't watch it this year," which every single time got the response of, "Well, good luck with your search." <laughs> come on you don't have to watch wrestlemania but you don't have to be just 
dry and lame about it. Give me I'm, something to work with here. You think I watched WrestleMania that year? No. <laughs> I wonder I why they thought you did. did. I wonder I wonder what idea how they got that idea that you watch WrestleMania. <laughs> I look, that's on them. If they <laughs> if they took my out of context question and formed their own thoughts and opinions of me and that I would have watched it. I was simply asking what their favorite part of it was. And here's this week's episode of Todd gaslighting someone. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh shit. But yeah, Uh, McAfee, he just like the dude, everything he touched turns to gold right now. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's incredible. It's going to be really, really tough to see his downfall. Cause you know, something's going to come out. Oh yeah. Something's it always happens. It's always going to fucking happen. Hopefully it turns it's really just like Boston Connor gets up and slaps some like Will Smith and Chris Rock. Like I hope that's the start of it all. <laughs> all right. Well, who's uh I'm gonna jump in here now for defensive right away because uh speaking of slapping people, see that segue? Uh done. for my defensive player, I did Alexander Volkanovsky. Uh yep. Todd's a big UFC guy, so he knows what I'm talking Huge. about. Yeah. He defended the 145 featherweight belt for the UFC this weekend and just absolutely fucking killed the Korean zombie. And at one point Mm -hmm. he was beating him so bad that after the third round, they're going into the fourth. He literally, before the, they touch gloves, he stopped and he put his hand down. He's like, are you sure you want to do this? Are you sure you want to keep going? Cause he was beating the shit out of him. Um, And then shortly after that, maybe he's a zombie. So of course he's going to keep going. Yeah. Would not stop. Uh, and then the ref Herb Dean made the right call and stopped the fight while zombie was still on his feet somehow just wobbling, but would not go down. The guys clearly that's how he got his name. He can take as much damage in the world, but, uh, they stopped it for his own safety. Volkanovsky's literally head and shoulders above everyone in that division right now. So he's my defensive player. Yeah. He really just was out there doing things. Uh, doing, doing things just really fighting really he really had a lot of fisticuffs going yeah i was excited to watch those sorry uh i couldn't make it over i know i told you i was on my way uh but i know you're gonna be surprised about this i fell asleep and I had to watch it on sunday oh weird yeah <laughs> never would have expected that out of you uh i'm gonna go my defensive player of the week uh with Haley deegan over in the NASCAR uh, truck series. I didn't know that was a thing. Right? Yeah, I knew you didn't. Uh, She is a driver that missed the race two weeks ago at Bradenton because her boyfriend had been receiving death threats because uh, somebody created an online profile and was catfishing a dude with it and kept telling him that Haley's boyfriend beats her and all kinds of other shit. And so this guy who was in a catfish relationship was threatening to kill her boyfriend, uh, amongst other things. So for fears for her safety, uh, she took a week off of racing. Good call. Yep. Then got out on the racetrack last weekend in Martinsville and, just got ran into the wall <laughs> dude johnny sauter another racer uh was just 
loose. She didn't do anything wrong. Just crashed her into the wall. He even said afterwards, like, yeah, that wasn't cool. Uh, my bad. Um, so she shout out to her for everything going on. She's got a stalker. Her boyfriend's receiving death threats. She's getting slammed into walls for no apparent reason and just is out there doing her thing. Just not, not getting super crazy about anything. So, uh, she's actually, where did I just see they've NASCAR fans have coined the term poor Haley Deegan, uh, <laughs> because of the run of bad luck she's had. So hopefully things turn around for her. Always good to see, uh, exciting young racers coming up through the circuit. So hopefully Is she it? can always absolutely. Always. Yeah. Forgot big NASCAR guy. Duh. Uh, Duh. so yeah, Only that's... truck series, though. You don't. You don't like anything else. Uh, n- excuse me. Act like you know something about me. You see, you want to. You want to <laughs> cry that you're not in my top eight. I'm you in your e- top eight. You don't even know that I like NASCAR. Name five racers. I don't have to prove anything to you. Okay. All right. Three. No, I don't have to prove anything. <laughs> I'm name one. I'm a grown ass man. Name one besides Haley Deegan. Johnny Sauter. Okay. <laughs> you got me. Yeah. Casey Kane's probably still doing some stuff. Fucking Jeff Gordon. Come on. He's fucking been retired for a minute, dude. Grow up. Uh, the Kurt and Kyle Bush. I'm sure one of those idiots, if not both, are still uh, driving around the ovals. What else you need? Is that enough? No, you're right. You proved it. That yeah. was my fault for questioning you, and I'm very sorry. You should be. That was rude. Yeah, I take back what I said. Awesome. Let's start to wrap this shit up. I can't believe we've been talking for over 45 minutes already. Uh, random shit segment this week. Desert Island making a comeback. We are going with uh, NBA first round, play-in game and first round matchups for the desert Island. Uh, let's start in the West and run through over there. Yes. What do we All got? Right. Your first matchup, the Pelicans versus the Spurs. You got to go Pelicans. Uh, Pelicans creep me out. Man. Okay. But what good is a fucking spur going to do? No, they could help you fucking climb trees to get coconuts. I don't know. No, they absolutely won't. You could they... throw them at the coconut and hopefully cut one down. No, Kill I'll get over my fear. I'll go for Pelican. Yeah, you got it. You're going to have to eat one. Uh, Timberwolves versus the Clippers. What is a clipper? I don't know. Like a haircut thing. I don't know. <laughs> sports, <laughs> sport clips. You know, if I'm in a desert island, I really hope they got a sports clips there. Oh, look right now. What is a clipper? Clipper was a type of mid 19th century merchant sailing vessel. Oh, I want one of those. Fucking Timberwolf. Give me a goddamn sailing vessel. <laughs> Give me yeah. off this fucking island. Yeah, I'm fucking. I'm with you. I'm <laughs> with you. <laughs> easy. Well, now that I know it's not a fucking haircut thing, I'm definitely into the Clippers. Yeah. All right. The Mavericks versus the Jazz. So I could go for a sports clips on an island. Well, yeah, it's the best place to get it done. All right. All we right. got Mavericks or Jazz. You can either ride horses around or you can 
slowly die listening to beautiful jazz music. We do we did learn horses can swim though. So yeah, yeah Mavericks. Yeah. Wait, are but does a Maverick have a horse? Like, is that do they go hand in hand? I thought a Maverick. Oh, a Maverick's not a horse. Is it? I thought maybe a Maverick uh, was like a cool type of horse. An unbranded calf or yearling. So oh, it's like type a of cow. Horse. Yeah, I'm gonna go with one of those. I eat the shit out of that too. Yeah. Get some calf meat going. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm just not a big fan of jazz music. But maybe I could turn cannibal and just fucking eat them. You've got options. Yeah. Melt the metal. Make fucking swords out of it. Uh, All right. Warriors versus the Nuggets. Nuggets. Give me them chicken nuggies. (laughs) Do I get to to bring dipping sauce? You can can bring two pocketfuls of dipping sauce. (laughs) But not in packages. Like your pockets are going to be full (laughs) of just the sauce. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with the Nuggets still. Nah, dude, fucking, I'm doing Warriors, man. I'm obviously I'll be the beta male in that situation. Yeah, you're gonna I get Merc real no, quick. I'll hold on to someone's loincloth, and they'll know I'm his bitch, and they can't touch me. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be my strategy to survive. You just holding Draymond's fucking loincloth. <laughs> There's no other way to go. Right. There is eat chicken nuggets till you die. <laughs> I That's happily, I will happily do that. All right, let's jump to these two. Who do we got over there? All right, Hawks versus Hornets. Easy one. You gotta go. I'm terrified of bees and hornets, so I'm for sure doing Hawks. Hawks at least serve a purpose in this situation. What yeah. the fuck are you gonna get from a hornet besides stung a bunch of times? Hawks, absolutely. All right, Nets versus the Cavaliers. Uh, I'm going to go Nets. It's going to help me catch fish. I feel like Cavaliers, I probably should learn. Cavaliers are like people who discover stuff. Do they have a boat? And if they do, are they on this island for the same reason I am, which I'm assuming is my boat got fucked. Oh, Cavalier was first used as a term of abuse for the wealthier royalist. Supporters of King Charles. I don't think that's how it's being used in this sense. What does Cavaliers mean? Oh, yeah. A gentleman trained in arms. Oh, yeah. I'm going to them. They can help me. He will kill you. No, we already know my strategy to get past that. He doesn't have a loincloth. He's going to kill you. No, I'll hold on to... One less mouth to feed. He's going to kill you. No, he's going to fall in love and he's going to protect me. He's going to kill you. Meanwhile, me and my fishing net are going to be catching so much fucking tuna that we're going to have to start exporting it and we're going to get off this fucking island. Or maybe we'll stay and be billionaires for being the world's leading producer of wild-caught tuna. See, but the shittiest part of all this is I was going to pick nets for the same reason and then you did, and I realized we pretty much agreed on all of these. So I tried to switch it, but now it just turned into me dying. And so I don't really like kind of fucked up on that one yep i'm gonna stick sure with cavaliers do. though they're gonna protect me i already know it all right next one bucks versus bulls gotta go bucks you can kill him you can eat them bulls will kill me so i'm going bucks uh i'm gonna go bull more meat you're not fucking killing a bull you're talking about me getting killed by a cavalier a bull's gonna ram you with the horns 
I will sneak up on it and I will murder that thing. With what? I don't know. I have opposable thumbs and it doesn't. I will not be killed by something that does not have thumbs. <laughs> Todd, Todd versus Lion. <laughs> Todd has opposable no thumbs. thumbs. I win. <laughs> You're fucked. No. All right. Last one. 76ers versus the Raptors. What's a 76er, Jimmy? I don't know. Ben Franklin. <laughs> I'm going Raptor. I really want to be in Jurassic Park. There's no other way around it. Apparently, they got their name from a pretty popular event in Philly. Originates from the year 1776. You probably wouldn't believe that. I don't believe that. Uh, it has to do with the signing of the Declaration of Independence. So do we get like paper? If the franchise was originally the Syracuse Nationals, but they switched the name to the 76ers when they moved to Philly in the 63-64 season. Interesting. Uh, yeah, so I think I think I want to go 76ers on this one. I feel like Raptors have thumbs uh, and claws on those thumbs. They would kill they me. Thumbs. They're I've they can grip. They got talons. Okay, they can grip. Fuck that! I'm doing that. I'm going Raptors then. In all the Jurassic Park movies, most of the people survive. So, you know what I want to see so bad right now is like two desert islands where we can see each other on the other island with what we pick to be on that island with and me just sitting there watching you fucking die over and over again <laughs> just like once eaten by a raptor once killed by a cavalier yeah. <laughs> somehow a buck kills me <laughs> yep just constant every day i just wake up I'm like i wonder how dipshit's gonna die today and i get my telescope out and just watch it when we're both on our clippers. You're gonna just somehow sink just, my shit. Just me standing there with my fishing net and my Declaration of Independence, <laughs> watching you fucking die every day. Take a little break, eat some. Watch the Warriors chase you around while you try to blow Draymond. <laughs> All the while, smooth jazz music playing. <laughs> oh my gosh. Sounds like a good time, honestly. I'm just doing this for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's uh, gonna be wonderful. I can't wait. All right, man. That wrapped up the that wrapped up all our uh that wrapped up the first round. <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of NBA stuff today. Yeah, a lot of I'm baseball, ready. a lot of NBA. Some some racing. Some race. Yeah, this is what happens when the, the NFL doesn't have a blockbuster <laughs> trade. <laughs> Terrific. Well, uh, Jimmy, why don't you let the people know where they can find you? Uh, follow me on Twitter, 